Hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow podcast. It's the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports. You get it all here. And we don't just talk about it, we give you all the nuggets, we give you the nitty gritty, we give you the how to, we give you the playbook, if you will. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do when you've lost your job. It's a hot topic right now. Stay tuned for more on that in about 20 seconds. Now, let's get ready for today's play-by-play. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and kickoff is counting down. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be listening today, we're live from the Clawfist. That is the Closet Office, a.k.a. the Play-By-Play Studio. It's a full episode. It's number 53. And today we're going to be talking about what to do in the days following a layoff or a loss of a job. Now, today, perhaps more than ever in our lifetimes before, this is a real possibility for a lot of people. A lot of people that may be listening today, as a matter of fact, and when surprises like this come, you know, we often find, our, find ourselves uh, being bitter or hurt or, or angry. And look, that is 100% normal. And that is to be expected. Don't, don't feel bad about those things. That's to be expected. But can I tell you this? Those feelings, as normal as they are, they produce zero positive effect towards you turning the page to the next chapter in your life. I want to tell you something that you already know, but sometimes it's just good to hear it. Attitude is the secret sauce that's going to decide how you bounce back from struggles in your life. Today, we're talking about the loss of a job, whether that's a layoff or a termination or even a long furlough. Uh, maybe th- there's uncertainty about it. Whatever the struggle is you're I- th- that you're in in life, attitude is the secret sauce that's going to help decide how you bounce back. Now, how you approach the challenge, the next steps following those struggles, the newness of the next day, all those things, they're all determined by your attitude, by your mindset. You know, we, our mind has a way of playing tricks on us. When we get into a negative frame of mind, everything that we see is negative, right? It's all gray. But when we have a positive frame of mind, when our outlook is positive, when we're, when we're seeking to, to see positive things, everything changes. Just our view is different, right? Like it's colorful. It's not gray, now, I'm going to jump right into what you need to be doing if this episode speaks to you today. You don't need to hear my pep talk. You want to hear some nuggets, right? You want the playbook. So first thing, if today was the day that you got let go, let's just assume that today is day one, right? This is D-Day. Take, the, take today to lick your wounds, right? Feel sorry for yourself. Be mad. Call whoever you got to call. Vent. Whatever you got to do, take today to do that. Take the rest of the day, take tonight, just just lick your wounds. Tomorrow, though, tomorrow we're going to get back to work. Tomorrow, you start your new job. And, and you may be sitting there thinking, my new job, I just, I just lost my job. 
What do you mean my new job? Your new job, yes, your new job is finding a new job. Like your new job is now finding a job. That's your new full-time job. And and just as a side note, when I use the, the word job, I'm using that term very loosely. I mean your job or your career or your calling or whatever it is that you do every day to support your family. I don't like the word job, but it, it just fits. You know what I'm talking about. You need to treat your new job just as if it were a real job. Look, you're going to need to get up in the morning. You're going to need to shower and eat breakfast. And you're going to need to go to work. And you're going to need to work your butt off all day. home, all day. And then you're going to go home at the end of the day and you're, you're going to spend time with your family because they need to know that it's going to be okay too. This go-to-work part of your day, that means that you are going to be intentional about the activities of your day. So we're going to go to work and ideally, if you can, you want to actually go somewhere. Now, perhaps that turns out to be the kitchen table or a home office uh, or or maybe the library or a friend's office that has some extra space or even a friend's house and you go to their kitchen table. Whatever it is, you need to go to work. You need to make it a deliberate effort to go somewhere. We're not going to sit in our pajamas all day long. We're not going to try to find jobs sitting in our bed while we're watching TV on the side. Here's what we're going to do all day, every day. Ready? All right. So first off, we're going to go to work. We covered that. Number two is we're going to spend time getting our resume up to speed where it needs to be. Now, there's a lot of resume services out there. I don't think you need to use those. I think that you can look online. You can find some good examples. I'm going to reference Ken Coleman several times today, likely. Um, Ken Coleman, go to kencoleman.com. He's got some free references, some free resources that you can utilize that'll give you some templates. Microsoft Office has tons of templates. Um, You can send it to me. You can send me your resume. I'll help you spiff up your resume. Uh, let Let me know how I can help you. I'll be happy to help, but you're going to spend time updating your resume. Okay, That's number one, because you can't apply for any jobs without a resume. So number one is you're going to update your resume. Now, that may mean that you're starting from scratch. Maybe you haven't had a resume or haven't needed one for many, many years. And so you may be starting from scratch. That's okay. That's no problem. You're going to get through that. So number one is you're going to create or update your resume. Number two, if you don't already have a LinkedIn page, I want you to create a LinkedIn page. So go to LinkedIn, go to the the, the business social media networking platform called LinkedIn, create a page. There you're going to populate it with information about you. You're going to put your uh, experience, your history, um, things like that. This is going to be a good way for you to begin networking with employers. You're going to be able to find jobs that are posted. A lot of employers use LinkedIn as a means to post jobs. And oftentimes, this is one of the first places that people go when they get your resume. They go check your LinkedIn page so they can learn more about you. It's it's a, a digital uh, platform that allows them to learn more about you than than just what your resume says. All right. So you're going to do that. You know, this may take you a few days for you to be able to do these things, right? You're going to have to get your resume up to speed. You're going to get your LinkedIn page up to speed. Go, go look at some other LinkedIn pages, find some that you think look professional and just copy what they've done. You're also along the way, and you can do this 
Uh, and all these steps don't have to be in order per se. You got to get your resume done first. That's that's a number one. But a lot of these other things can be done simultaneously. But we want to contact our circle of influence. So who is that? Those are the people in your life that might be able to connect you with uh, possible employers, potential employers. So the circle of influence, the people in your life who uh, may be able to help you uh, with contacts or employers or or things like that. So reach out to those people. You can do that via email. You can pick up the phone and call. I like just pounding the phones. Um, I like you know that that personal one-on-one conversation. Uh, if you run into people that you that you know, call them up. You know, see them face to face. That that works as well. Uh, but but make contact with your circle of influence and let people know that you're on the market. So let people know that you are available and this is generally what your skill set is. This is what you've done uh, and, and for them to keep you in mind. Now, people have the best of intentions, okay, but they're not going to remember what you need beyond a few days unless you're very, very close to them. So this is something that you're going to have to follow back up with. So every so often, maybe every every few weeks, you're going to want to contact your circle of influence and just stay top of mind with them. Because when something comes along, when something comes up in their world that you may be a good fit for, you want them to think of you. And if you're not staying top of mind, they're not going to do that. A big mistake that a lot of people make is that they will reach out to their circle of influence one time and they'll think that that person's going to remember that that you know, you're looking for something. They just don't remember. And it's not their fault. They just... Look, they got lives too. Uh, they they probably think that maybe you already found something. They you're just not top of mind, so you want to stay top of mind to them, and they will help you. People have this innate desire to help other people. They're going to help you, but you just need to remind them. You're going to want to start reaching out to recruiters or staffing agencies or professional placement services. Now, depending on the type of employment that you have had or that you are qualified for. You know, it could be that a staffing agency or a pro- professional placement service, that might be a good place to go. So reach out to some of those. You can just Google, you know, staffing agencies or, or placement agencies and you'll see. And, and they'll be able to tell you if they have anything open that meets your skill set or your education, your experience or whatever. Um, and that may be a good fallback for something to get you by in the event that you don't find something in the near future. Right. Um, so when you go to look for job boards, that's that's probably one of the biggest things that people do. Indeed, um, you know, Career Builder, Monster, Glassdoor, all these different job boards. LinkedIn, like I said, have it, has it. Um, Facebook has a way for people to post jobs. So there's all kinds of job boards out there. Just know that if you are applying to uh, an, a company and you don't have any contact with that company, so you don't know somebody that works there, they don't know you, you are just playing resume lottery. Like the chances of you even getting an interview when you just blindly send your resume to a company is next to nothing nowadays. And it's unfortunate. But technology has absolutely, in my opinion, has absolutely ruined the hiring process or the recruiting process because it, all you're doing at this point now is you're just throwing your resume out there and you hope that it rises to the top. And a lot of these companies, 
if they're big or not even if they're big, but if they're bigger than a mom and pop, a lot of these companies use um, application screening uh, technology and they a person may not even see your resume and your cover letter unless it meets certain criteria. So you are literally p- playing resume lottery when you just blindly apply for a job. One of the things that I, I want to recommend to you is that you be specific. Don't just shotgun all the jobs that you think you know you might be qualified for. Or you if if it's not something that you would like to do, if it's not something that you think that you're qualified to do, if it if it's not something that you might know somebody there, don't just shotgun approach. Be strategic, right? Look for the jobs that you think would be a good fit for you, that you would have a good chance at getting an interview and at uh, you meet the qualifications and apply for those and be strategic. Take time to write a good cover letter. Don't send a resume in without a cover letter. If if there's no, if all the uh, if you're applying online and there's no way to include both a resume and a cover letter, attach your cover letter to the front of your resume. So you want a, a, a cover letter to accompany your, your resume every single time. So be strategic. Uh, if you're not sure about you know whether the cover letter is appropriate or not, you get somebody to proofread it for you. Send it to me. I'll read it for you. Uh, your cover letter should be specific to the job, right? And sometimes you're your resume even is tailored to the job that you're applying for. So we don't want to just do a blanket approach, shotgun all the jobs that we can find and send a templated resume and cover letter. That's not going to work for you. You need to be specific. You need to be deliberate. You need to be strategic. Talking about um, finding somebody that you know that works in these places a little bit more. It's extremely important in this day and age of electronic applications that someone in that organization goes to HR and says on your behalf, hey, go pull you know, so-and-so's resume. I think you'd be a good fit. That's the best way that you're going to, that's the best chance that you have at getting an interview at these places. If you don't know somebody specifically and, you can, and you're not having a specific direct conversation with somebody, the next best thing is to have a referral from somebody that works there. So you pull out all the stops, uh, get you know, talk to all the people that you know, say, you know, does, does anybody know, do, do any of my friends, does my family know anybody that works at this particular place? Find a way to make a connection at that organization and then use that person as a reference. Um, Ken Coleman even recommends putting that person's name on your resume about who you know that works there. So like I said before, KenColeman.com has some great references. He's got a book called The Proximity Principle. I highly recommend it. It talks about all the challenges and how to overcome them of of getting through, cutting through the noise of today's hiring process. So find somebody that you know that works in these places. Uh, use them as a reference. Get them to go physically say to HR, hey, would you pull this person's resume and take a look at it? I think they'd be a great fit. That's going to be your best chance at getting an interview. Now, that that fills your days up right there. Um, you work a full day at your new job. Your new job is finding a new job, and you work a full day at that. You're going to get up in the morning, and you're going to do your thing. You're going to start work at 7 or 8 o'clock. Start early. I recommend starting early. Get your emails out of the way. Check your email, all that at 8 o'clock when recruiters start coming in. That way you're ready for phone calls or anything else that might come up. 
So start your day at seven o'clock, work until the end of the day, work till five o'clock, take a lunch break, take some short breaks in between to stretch your legs, but you're going to work all day. That's the point I want to make. Just because you're home or you're not going to a traditional workspace doesn't mean that you just have the freedom to go do whatever you want. You don't right now. Your job is finding a new job. So you got to have the self-discipline to go punch your own clock and go in there and get it done. Now that's what you're going to do on day one, right? Uh, and that's going to stretch out, right? But but what happens on day two? The same thing. You're going to do these things over and over and over. You're going to do them all day, every day until you start getting interviews, until you land your dream job, until you start the next chapter of your life. Look, the 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 big chance is that this is going to be a blessing in disguise for you. Now, I know right now it doesn't feel like it. Right now it hurts and you're mad and you're angry and you're upset and you don't understand it. But in the long run, this is probably a blessing in disguise because this might be just the boot you needed out of the nest to go chase your dream job. As you're going through this, I encourage you to find somebody to talk to that's going to be your cheerleader, a family uh, member, a friend, uh, a previous coworker, someone that is going to shoot you straight, but also cheer you on to get you back on track when you get frustrated because you will get frustrated. Like I said, the, the, the way that recruiting and hiring happens now, it's so electronic, it's so sterile, there's hardly any interaction with people and recruiters, and it's very frustrating. And you're going to need somebody in your corner cheering you on to get up and go do this every single day and to get after it. But remember what I started today's conversation with. The secret sauce in all this is your attitude. Positivity is the key to the success of your transition. And that's what you're in right now. You're in a transition. Okay? And that attitude is going to be reflected in the level of effort that you put forth, the volume of activity that you engage in daily, the impression that you put forth to recruiters, to HR managers, to hiring agents, to CEOs, to business owners. If you drag out of bed at nine o'clock in the morning and you wear your PJs all day and you surf job boards from your couch, you're going to be discouraged by two o'clock and the results are, are going to be comparable to the effort that you're putting forth. Attitude makes the difference. When your family asks what you're going to do for the day, tell them I'm working and then get after it. Ensure that everybody in your family understands that your focus is going to be on this new job, which is finding a job. You're going to be dedicated to doing that. Okay. Treat this job like a real job go after it bring the heat you got this i believe in you the people that are surrounding you they believe in you your cheerleader that's in your corner that person believes in you now take this as a blessing in disguise and go find your dream job you got this well that's all the time i got for today i hope you enjoyed this episode of play by play be sure to check out all of our other episodes and our two minute drills you can find all of those on your favorite podcast player just search for the letters psp pxp and don't forget to subscribe. That's a big deal. Subscribe and then share it with your friends and family. Thanks for listening today. I hope most of all that something that was said helps you be you to become a better version of yourself. My name is Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an amazing day.